Welcome to the Vine Church TC Community Podcast. This is Jamie Jones, your host, and I am so excited to share with you conversations with people right here in our very own community. I hope this brings us all closer together and reaffirms to each listener that you belong. Okay, this conversation was really fun for me to have. Uh, My guest has a variety of interests and passions. Wait till you hear what he's passionate about. I loved his answer. I wasn't expecting it. And <laughs> and I've got a recommendation now that I have got to try. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. You guys, he's on a quest. He's on a quest this year. And it is something that we can all ask him about whenever we see him. And most likely, he is going to have new information. If you, Okay, you don't know what I'm talking about, but you will. So without any further ado, here is my conversation with Justin Harper. Thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed for the church podcast. Of course. Thanks for inviting me. First of all, just tell me who you are and kind of where you're from and a little bit about your family. Okay. So Justin Harper, uh, I primarily grew up in the Tri-Cities, but I was born on a bayou in New Orleans. I'm just kidding. It was a hospital, but uh, I only <laughs> just... lived there for a couple years. So for all I know, it could have been a bayou. Um, and I, I grew up in the Tri-Cities, went to school here. I left the Tri-Cities for four years, went to school at Pepperdine, Go Waves. and. Uh, Ended up coming back here in the Tri-Cities and have uh, lived here, I guess, almost 10 years since uh, college. Okay. So, yeah, that's cool. You're back in your hometown. Yep, back in the hometown. And so tell me about your family of origin and your family now. So when I grew up, my parents were split. So I had uh, my mom and my uh, stepdad, David, and my dad and my stepmom, Michelle. Uh, my mom's name's Loretta. My dad's name's Jerry. And I also have two sisters, uh, Shailen and Sam. So I, I uh, spent uh, half my time almost between both houses, which, you know, looking back now is really cool because I have four parents and uh, two sisters that really love me. Now my family mm-hmm. is uh, my wife, Kate, and two little girls under three. So Hadley's two, and London is uh, just over one. So very busy. Yes, that is a busy season of life. But man, they're so cute. <laughs> they are. That's like, I think God made them cute because they get into so much trouble. And <laughs> I just have to love them because they're so cute. Oh, I know. Okay, so tell me about your occupation. I'm a digital marketing manager at uh, McCurley, which is a local car dealership group. So I get to, if you see ads online or go through our website, I I work with our management teams to uh, help promote and uh, help people shop online for cars and service and parts. All right. So you do a lot of computer work then. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Not as much of the cool, like nerdy stuff in coding, but definitely a lot of the advertising, Google AdWords and YouTube ads and uh, 
all the popular ad platforms you can probably think of. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's interesting. That's cool. Um, and tell me how and when did you connect with the Vine Church? So I, I knew Micah for a, a good portion of my life. Uh, and we had reconnected after college. I reached out to Micah and uh, we, we started uh, meeting. And uh, one day he presented the vision of the vine on a napkin and he, he drew the vision of, of what the vine looked like and presented that to Kate and I, and we were just uh, new in our, our journey of, of marriage. And uh, so day one, I guess, uh, Micah showed us the dream and, and we were excited and we, we thought about it and only for a few minutes and we we're like, all right, we're, we're in. <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. So, so how long have you and Kate been married then? We've been married uh, just over five years now. Okay, yeah. So it was just you were pretty newly wed when when this all started. Yeah. What what better time to join a church journey than uh, being first married? Yeah, totally. Very cool. I love it. this. is so interesting to me because I I don't really know you, so I I enjoy asking these questions. So tell me, what are some of your interests and hobbies? So whenever I get asked this question, I'm always like, I am so boring. Um, but luckily I was, I was able to kind of think and predict this would be a question. So I thought about this a little bit and, um, national parks, I I'm really into national parks, which seems weird and specific, but I love the outdoors, but I also like history. So getting to go to some of like the historical lodges and, and just learning and reading about them, even, you know, I'd, I'd love to visit all of them, but uh, certainly interests me. I'm a fantasy football commissioner. Um, I'm really into like statistics and doing unnecessary research. So <laughs> it really plays well into fantasy football. And plus I get to connect with, uh, we got, uh, I think nine of my high school buddies, uh, or eight high school buddies in this league. So it's a cool way to stay connected with them. And then I'm also on a quest to read 52 books this year. So that's, that's been keeping me occupied. I'm, I'm a little behind right now, but I'm, I'm within striking distance. So I, I think I, I can still do it on my 52 quest. Oh my goodness. That's a lot of books. It is. It's a ridiculous amount and I'm not a fast reader or anything. So it's just a horrible thing for me to choose to do, but it's been fun. <laughs> Are you reading like with your eyes only or are you doing audio books and that kind of stuff too? So I'm, I'm trying to make it all reading like actual with my eyes, <laughs> um, nothing against audio books. I'll, I'll probably listen to a few here or there, but uh, that was part of the challenge for me is actually reading them word for word. Oh my goodness. Okay. Are you doing any eBooks or are they all like physical books too? So I'm a hipster and I like books, like actual paper books. So I'm just doing old school paper books. That is so interesting. I would love to know like which books you're reading sometime. Have you, are you like keeping your list going so you know? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'll have a list I'd love to share with you sometime. So uh, most of them have been pretty good. I think because I kind of reached out and got a somewhat cur curated list from 
people I know and uh, good, some good recommendations. So yeah, I'll definitely share that with anybody. Yeah. So do you have, so you already know which books you're reading like for the whole year? For the most part. Yeah. I've, I've kept some room for uh, exciting and interesting books and recommendations, but I have most of the list, you know, in the forties, as far as the books I'm, I'm trying to get through. Wow. That is really neat. Okay. And now I've talked about it for like a minute. So if I fail, I'm going to be super embarrassed. So this is good <laughs> right. to like and help this me is, keep this is, accountable. This is going out into the world. So, you know, whoever listens to this is going to probably ask you about it one day. <laughs> yeah. You got some more accountability happening. <laughs> and Justin, what are you passionate about? So I'm passionate about chicken wings. I really like chicken wings. Um, <laughs> okay, wait. I need to. I need to know more details about that. So bone in or boneless? Oh, bone in for sure. For sure. Okay. That's the only way to go. Okay. And do you? I mean, do you make chicken wings? Do you cook them yourself? Or like, I need more details about why you're passionate about this. Yeah, that would be a good idea. I mean, it'd be a lot more efficient if I knew how to make them, but I actually, I cannot make chicken wings. So I eat them at restaurants or, or take them home these days. Uh, I think it's really more about the sauces though. The more I think about it, like I, I like experimenting with different sauces and I like sauce on everything. And I think uh, just a traditional bone-in wing is the perfect delivery platform for sauce. Yeah. What's your, do you have a favorite sauce? Ooh. Um, oh, there's a, it's not necessarily wing sauce right now, but there's, it's called like Bam's sweet and spicy honey barbecue sauce. My mom bought it for me for a gift and it's like the best sauce. You can put it on anything. I, I would uh, highly recommend it. Say that again. What was the name of it again? It's called Bam's sweet and spicy honey barbecue. Bam's. All right. I'm going to look for it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. So I interrupted you because I had to stop at the chicken wings, being passionate about chicken wings. So um, are there other things you're also passionate about? Surprisingly, yes. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm, I'm really into good stories, um, whether it's movies, um, telling stories. I love hearing people tell stories. I love new and inventive stories. So I'm, I'm pretty passionate about storytelling. And then um, especially stories that help people find joy. Um, I, I'm passionate about uh, pursuing joy myself. I think it's super important. And I also want to help other people find joy. And, and most of the time, I think for me, it's been naturally through laughter in life. But more and more, I like finding deeper and different ways to help make things joyful. Uh-huh. Wow, that is so such a blessing to people in your life. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so I would like to have you share an overview of your faith journey, kind of where you have been and where you are now. So, yeah, I grew up in the church. Um my family going generations back, you know, grew up in, in a, a church. And um, so that, that was my life, uh, knowing who Jesus was from, from the day I was born, so to speak. Um, 
went to a local church here and uh, actually that's how I met Micah. He was my, my uh, youth pastor growing up. So um, that was a, that was a good, good time in life. Um, We had a a good youth group and got together with the guys my age and and Micah helped lead us and, and mentor us and help us to mature in our faith a little bit. And I was a, I was a pretty good student, kind of a goofball. I had good grades and I got into Pepperdine, um, which was a, a long ways from home. And um, I was kind of a mama's boy always um, and really like being near family. So the first first year and a half of, of school was really tough for me. And I think for that reason, I didn't really invest in my relationship with God um, or going to church. I just was kind of a loner. And unfortunately, I think I made my parents a little miserable too in the process, but, um, really drifted away, um, from my relationship with God. And then started getting the swing of things, uh, school wise, uh, the next few years studied abroad, had a really good time, learned a lot. And then, um, just, just had some good times, met some good people, but I I really wanted to do life on my own. I wanted to experience life. And, and for me, that was, at that time, um, separate than what I thought a Christian journey could be. And so I I almost altogether stopped going to church. Um, and around that time I, I graduated from college and I wanted to live in LA and I wanted to work for an advertising company. I was, I was a good student in college too. And I, I thought I was a, a shoe in to get an entry level job at one of the big agencies in Los Angeles, but I graduated around the time of the recession and there was a lot of people in that job market that were, um, you know, mid-level in their career that were taking entry-level jobs because of the, the bad economic situation. So I ended up almost being employed for unemployed for a year and a half. And that was a really dark kind of depressing time for me. I, I started to have depression and anxiety. And I ended up moving back home and and worked through some of those things, but really they lingered. Um, around that time, I, uh, I that's when I reached back out to Micah and started meeting with him, and he started directing me, uh, so to speak, and and helping me kind of reconnect with people and and find some leadership and passion and, and back in the church. Um, I also got a job at, at the, the, the car dealership around that time too. And, uh, one of my bosses is, uh, John is a really good Christian guy. And he had a Bible study where I think I, I felt kind of pressured, uh, from a business standpoint to go to, but it ended up being one of those things that, that really drew me closer to God. And, um, the, around that time too, I started talking to my wife. Um, so, the, the combination of those things really brought me back. I felt like God was calling me through that anxiety to him. And mm-hmm. since then, it's it's been that, that journey of um, reengaging with the church and then being a part of the vine and the launch of the vine from there, um, really growing in my faith. And uh, it, it's still a journey, but um, that's, that's kind of where I'm at now. It definitely in a more day-to-day relationship in a more mature place, uh, kind of finding God on my own, but it, it took a, a long and, and kind of dark road for a while to get, get to where, where I am today. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm so glad to hear that you kind of came through that and there were resources available and, and that Micah was a part of that. That's just a really, really cool story. Yeah. So is there a person or a life event that significantly influenced your faith journey? Yeah. So, I mean, I alluded to a little bit with uh, my boss and, and Micah and my wife, you know, those were all people that were influential. You know, I could say my parents, my mom uh, specifically, but um, I think for me, it, it was, it was, there was three little, little things that kind of made me look at my faith in a new, different way. And Kate, Kate showed me this like weird little Christian band called the Rin Collective. Well, they, they were used to be, I think, a little smaller. Do you know the Rin Collective? I do. Yes. Okay. They're, they're like kind of Irish hipster, uh-huh. fun, joyful people. And I was watching one of their videos and the, the drummer, he said, seriousness is not a fruit of the spirit, but joy is. And that just one single quote changed the way I was looking at things. I had always kind of thought of my, my spiritual journey as something to like hold me back and to really hold me, I I guess on, on a certain track. But the, the fact that seriousness is not a fruit of the spirit, but joy is really launched me on this journey to understand where joy comes from and, and how that is so essential to, um, who I am as a Christian. And then there, there was a book I was reading um, by C.S. Lewis called Perry Landra. And it's, uh, it's in the space trilogy, which is a lesser known group of books that uh, C.S. Lewis did, but really good books. And in the, the second book, he paints this picture of uh, it's an alien world, but it's uh, the, race that's parallel to man doesn't fall and they I, I won't ruin the book but there's this image of everything that's right and man and god together and it opened my eyes to what heaven could potentially look like and how exciting being with god and and truly being a part of what i was called to be could look like and just that fictional work changed my hope in, in what heaven was going to be. It wasn't just going to be like little cupids with angel wings playing harps. Uh, it was something yeah. bigger and more fulfilling than that. And then the, the last one was the Bible project. Um, I know you're a fan of that too. Um, yes, for sure. It, it's one of those other things that really changed the way that I, I looked at the Bible and seeing how, how, I'd read these stories my whole life, but to actually see them as one story leading to Jesus that showed God's love and, and his, um, how he created us in his image and and loves us so much that he would send his son to see that as a story really changed the way that I look at, at at love and, and God's love for us and how promising, um, it all is. So those three things, um, joy, hope, and love, the stories that were told through those different medias uh, really launched a new search for me and, and a new new uh, out, outlook on things. Wow. I'm just thinking about that. That one, was it a video that you watched of Friend Collective when you heard the drummer say that? Just 
just yeah they're on on youtube or something (laughs) yeah it's on youtube uh i should have looked it up before uh, we spoke but um yeah it's there are it's from their campfire um cd Uh and they're on a beach and they're they're rocking and having a bonfire and a great time and um it's around that time i just love that story because i mean that guy has no idea (laughs) that guy has no idea Right. I, Unless, I mean, maybe he does let, if you've contacted him and let no, him know, no. but he doesn't no, know. No. And it's just so cool that God used that and how we never know what God's going to use in our lives. Like he used that. He used C.S. Lewis's book in your life. And anyway, I just, I love those examples of how that's influenced your faith journey. Wow. Okay. Very fun. Thank you for sharing that. Um, do you have a story of when you knew God was real? Yeah, I th- for me, it's it go it goes back to story and and just seeing how a story kind of grew in my life and the those moments that led me back to the Tri Cities that helped me meet my wife that I got the job I did that I reconnected with Micah got to be a part of the Vine. Um, there was a moment I remember sitting at Starbucks one day. And like in my mind, I was having all these thoughts and it was like a connect the dots uh, picture that you do when you're a kid. But I, I finally connected those dots and I was like, okay, this isn't a coincidence. Like God is real and he made all these things happen. They weren't my plan. It wasn't what I wanted to do, but it got me to where I am now. And I, I think I think about the anxiety I have, and I don't. I don't think this is the case for everybody through depression and anxiety. But for me, I think it was God calling me and using that to get me back to Him because He knew how desperately I needed Him, and and used all those moments to reach me. Hmm. Hmm. Wow! Seeing God connect the dots, being able to look back—that's really powerful. It it's was. Encur- and it's encouraging when you look forward because you don't know what the next dots are going to be. <laughs> yeah. But God does. <laughs> he does. He knows what he's doing. All right. Here's the, here's the, the last question before I do the wrap-up questions. And this is um, this question is, what is one question you have for God? Okay, so I feel like it should be something profound that I that I should ask God, but I really want to know why there's so many stars. <laughs> I don't I feel like that is a profound question. Yeah. There's so many. I read that there's more like 10 times more stars that they know of right now than grains of sand on every beach in every desert in the world. And like, why is there so many stars? And is there, maybe there's an infinite amount. I don't know that I I would love to know though. That is a great question that I've never thought of that before. I mean, I have noticed looking in the sky, but yeah, there is a lot of stars. Uh, Yeah. That's a great question. It's a good thing, especially I think right now to just, I, I don't spend a lot of time looking up in the sky, but when you do and you're, it's a clear night and you just, you can kind of realize how small you are. And it, it's a, it's a good feeling to know how big God is. Yeah. Kind of puts things into perspective. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so we're going to wrap it up with four questions. And the first one is, what is something good that's come out of this crazy quarantine time for you? Definitely, I was fortunate to keep my job and I was able to work from home. And you, you don't really, or at least I take for granted the the 10 minute commute, the, the lunch time and all those things that I spend away from my family. But having those little moments with my, my one and two year old and my wife, um, like my, my two year old just saying, Hey dad, before you go back to work, I need a hug and a kiss and a smooch. Like every, every time I <laughs> had to go back to work, like those are moments that I, I wouldn't have had otherwise. And it's a horrible situation, but I'm, I'm going to be always thankful that I had that, that time with my family. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> your little girl. Okay. What is your go-to order from your favorite restaurant in the Tri-Cities? Okay. I, I, I know you're expecting me to say like wings, right? It would only make well, sense. Well, it would line up with your passion, but no, you say whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. I'm, I want to support a, a, a local business that I think is like a hidden gem, not just in the Tri-Cities, but like in the world. Thai oh. Elephant is so good everything i've ever eaten there is delicious but my go-to order at thai elephant in kinwick is the alaskan halibut and tamarind sauce it is delicious alaskan halibut yep. and tamarind sauce yep oh my goodness I'm it's it's you have to try it. it's not what you'd expect to order there but one time i had you know just a, a wild idea and it paid off Seriously, I don't think I would ever think to order that at a Thai restaurant, but I'm going to now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this question, I'm curious, what is the title of the last book you read? So I just read um, Permanent Record by Edward Snowden. Um, interesting book. Yeah, I have no clue what that's about. I'm going to have to look it up. All right, and the last question is, Oh, and I'm, I'm glad I am asking you this. It kind of ties it all together. A lot of the theme of, of your answers. What is one thing that's bringing you joy right now? One thing that's bringing me joy right now, I, I got to keep it on the, the kid theme and, and seeing how my two-year-old processes the world with like wonder and the little little jokes that are so like pure and un um i guess ju just natural pure funny and wonder I, I just love that it's it's really cool to see and be a part of that process right now oh i love that answer your little girls they are just adorable well justin thank you again, for taking the time for this interview. That was awesome. And Thank I hope you. to see you. I hope to see you at church one day, one day in the future. Yes, one day soon, hopefully. Right? <laughs> hopefully. Okay. Wasn't that interesting getting to know Justin better? It definitely was for me. And I love the thought he put into his answers. I loved the connections that 
he made with the different kinds of media and how that impacted his life, just those little moments or those little words and, and things that he shared that impacted his life. I just love that. I loved all the stories and um, who else is going to go get some Bam sweet and spicy honey barbecue sauce? Because I know I'm going to be on the lookout for that for sure. Also, I am definitely curious about his 52 books and what he's reading every week. I, or every time I see him, I'm going to ask him what he read. Uh, nothing like some, I don't know, maybe annoying accountability, but I'm curious. So anyway, thank you for listening to this conversation and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these stories that help us connect with each other right here in the Tri-Cities.